Hi, Grace family. This is Pastor Dave thinking of you today. Uh, it is Saturday, and I hear that you guys are doing a G-City tomorrow. I am so excited for you. I wish I was there to be able to enjoy it with you, but I am enjoying this beautiful country out here. I'm on a mountain overlooking the city of Bilbao uh, in northern Spain. I have done about almost 100 miles of the Camino, and I have about 400 to go. So please keep me in your prayers. I will be seeing you in a few more weeks. Love you all very much. Have a great day today. <laughs> so I know that we tried playing that video last week, and it didn't if there's problems with the audio. So we want to make sure that you heard that message from Dave and that greeting. Um, now for myself this morning, I want to let you all of you know that I'm really excited. I'm excited for a couple of reasons. Number one, I'm back from Chick. That was fun, right guys? That was a good time, right? Uh, number two, I'm back from vacation. It was a really good restful vacation. Uh, so I'm sorry that I missed G-City weekend uh, last week. I really would have loved to have been here. But number three, I'm really not going to be standing up here the whole time talking because these guys are going to get to do it. So I'm really excited about that as well because I don't know about you, there's something about students getting up and teaching us about Jesus and the choices that they're making to take steps closer to Jesus that really excites me. So I guess it's a good thing I'm a youth pastor. So that said, there is a couple of words that I have for you guys that I did take away from Chick that I think God is really reinforcing uh, in myself. I know he's been talking to Pastor Dave about this. I know this is something that's going on with all of us here. And that's two things, making and deepening disciples and servant leadership and how we love and serve our community. At Chick, each day, we had base camps that we would go to. Our mornings always started out with different experiences. And these experiences were all based on the covenant priorities. Making deepening disciples, love mercy, do justice, serving others, serving globally, those types of things. So each day, we learned about a different one of those priorities. And the two that really stuck out to me, that I think God has really put a huge heart on all of us about, is making and deepening disciples, and serving others. First of all, servants, uh, servant leadership. God called us as Christians, as disciples of Christ, to radically love each other. He told us that we were supposed to love each other the way that he loved us. And we know that that was through this kind of radical, sacrificial love. And that is something that I know when Pastor Dave comes back from his uh, sabbatical, that he is going to be ready to hit the ground running on here. What really excites me is that we haven't just been sitting back and waiting for him to come back to lead us in this radical kind of servant leadership. We've already started, right? This past Sunday, we did uh, our G-City weekend where we took a couple of uh, local missions. We all got together as a church. We said, we're going to forego the two services. We're going to have a short service, maybe do some worship. But then we're just going to spend the day serving and loving our community. Right? And that is exactly the type of radical sermon leadership I think God wants us to do here at Grace. And we're so committed to that that we're not just going to be doing G-City weekends once or twice a year. We're going to be doing G-City weekends throughout the whole year. So on fifth Sundays, instead of what we used to call family Sundays, there'll be these G-City service weekends. What I want to do is I want to show us a video from, that, uh, from last Sunday and then talk about what we did after that. I woke up this morning, saw a world full of trouble now. I thought, how do we ever get so far down? And how's it ever going to turn around? So I turned my eyes to heaven. 
So, what were we able to accomplish last week? Am I good? Am I good standing here? 75 backpacks filled with supplies and delivered to the Arms of Love foster care system. 45 dinners at the Loving Church. Oh, yeah, okay. Yay! We can clap for that. It's okay to clap. 45 dinners served at the Loving Church and food spared uh, afterwards, uh, so they had leftovers they could keep. Uh, 20 tied fleece blankets for uh, kids at daycare center to support uh, Project Linus. 180 quilting squares were colored 
then that's enough for 15 quilts that go to children in area hospitals um, on behalf of Kids Helping Kids. Over $800 spent at Rubio's. 20% of that is going right back into our ministries and missions at Grace that we're doing. And we were able to collect 20 Walmart gift cards for Catalina Village. And by the way, the rest of the year we're going to be collecting these gift cards and we're going to give them in one big gift to Catalina Village for Christmas. So as you come into the church and you see the tree with stuff hanging there, keep, keep picking stuff off and uh, keep bringing gift cards back for that. So definitely round of applause. When, when God's people get together and intentionally decide to do the work and will and desires of God, amazing things happen. Miracles happen. Lives get changed. And I was able to witness lives being changed at Chick. And that's why the Making and Deepening Disciples portion um, kind of really resonated with me as well. Jesus calls us, called uh, the original uh, apostles to follow him and be fishers of men. So it wasn't just come and call yourself a Christian and then you guys are good. It wasn't just say a prayer and sit in a pew for the next 20, 30 years of your life. It was come and follow me so I can make you fishers of men. We are called to be disciples that make disciples. And I know that that is a really big thing on Grace's heart as well. And I was able to see that, and these kids are going to get up here in a minute and give their testimonies. They're not willing to just be Christians. We know from Dwayne's uh, sermon series, we know that if we just call ourselves Christians, that can mean anything, right? There's no real uh, uh, understanding, especially in our post-Christian Western church kind of world. These kids decided to make the choice to actually be disciples. And not just be disciples, but to actually take steps closer to Jesus, to do something about the fact that they call themselves disciples. So I'm really excited about that. The other thing, I believe it's in John chapter 6, that we're warned about is that being a disciple and following Jesus isn't always an easy thing. It's demanding. It can be tricky sometimes. In some of these testimonies, you're going to hear that as well. Things in John chapter 6 that Jesus walked on water, he fed thousands of people, did all these great things, but then he started giving some challenging uh, lessons, right? Some challenging sermons to the point to where some of the people that had been following Jesus said, you know what? This is way too much. We can't handle this. Who can do all these things that Jesus is asking us to do as his followers? And some of them left. And then he turned to the 12 and said, well, Aren't you going to leave? Don't you want to go too? Do you think that what I'm asking you to do is too hard? And Peter responded, Lord, where are we going to go? We have nowhere to go. It's your words that we know give us eternal life. So I really hope through these testimonies you're about to hear that you hear how the kids were challenged with that this week and that you really get excited about the steps that they're going to take closer to Jesus. And I want them to inspire you today to have you take steps closer to Jesus based on their experiences at Chick. But before we call them up to give their testimony, I want you to see what an awesome week we had at Chick. So watch this video.
Ready? All right, our first testimony is going to come from Kayla and Natalie. Give them a hand. Hi, I'm Natalie Hill. I'm Kayla Good. We're both 15 and we're both sophomores in high school. And we both went to our first Chick conference this past summer. I saw my brother Drew and my sister Jordan go to Chick, my sister twice, so to say I was excited was an understatement. We had both been planning for Chick months before we even left, and the excitement continued through bus rides, plane rides, and intense games of concentration in the airport. Um, and it even continued to the welcome party on our first day of Chick. 
So we had um, water slides that were pretty dangerous, but luckily none of us were hurt. Um, we, did, we had pizza, snow cones, we listened to music, and did foam pits. Um, and then the rest of that day, we just got to know the campus of University of Tennessee and played more intense games of concentration. <laughs> we went on an excursion this week to a water park, and we were all super excited. And even though we faced a lot of difficulties with weather and time, we ended up having really fun and the best meal at Chick by far. We also had, we also, um, the boys forced me and Kayla to go on some pretty scary water slides, but I'm glad they did, and we had a lot of bonding time, so that was good. And on the way back, we had the best nap of chick on the bus. The best nap, by far. <laughs> and so that refueled us and gave us energy for main stage. Main stage happened every night, and it was basically just a really big concert, and we listened to speak, different speakers every day. The speaker that spoke to me the most was Chris Durso. He was our very first night. And he talked about fear and not letting your age or anything like that get in the way of facing challenges that God's calling you to do. And that spoke to me because before Chick, I was faced with this challenge of going to a different school and it was out of my control and it wasn't my decision. So I wasn't the happiest about it. I was pretty angry and resentful. And he said something that really spoke to me. And he talked about David and Goliath and how David was so young, but he didn't let that from stopping him from defeating this giant that everyone else was really scared to do. And he said that every single person has their own Goliath, and we all have to overcome those. And so my Goliath was definitely this new change in my life. And I realized while he was talking about this that all this resentment and anger towards this decision was basically out of fear. I was really scared to go to a different school, I'd never done that before. And so I realized that God was telling me that I didn't have to be afraid and that I shouldn't be angry and I should have much more of a positive attitude towards this. And even though I'm definitely, I haven't conquered that yet, I'm still, still working on it, but um, I'm trying really hard and that's what spoke to me the most. So the other main part of Chick was base camps and we would do those every morning from Monday through Thursday. And our favorite one was on Monday morning, which is our first one. It was called Serve Globally. And we started off the day by doing a refugee simulation where we each chose a member of a family of um, refugees in a third world country, and we did their jobs for the day. So like Nat and I had to carry dirt from a field, and then all of a sudden we had to um, escape and become refugees. And that was really scary for us because we never experienced anything like that in our, in our actual society. So it just made the whole problem of refugees seem more real to us. And then after that, we went to our favorite part of the day, which was we went to these different stations, and each one of them was a different part of the world and the main problems in that part of the world. And our favorite one was about human trafficking. And this really, um, we felt God tugging on our hearts at this station. We started off with, um, demographics of the people that were being trafficked. So like the average age was 11 and most of these were girls. And so it made it seem real to us because that could be us being trafficked, young girls. And so we went into a shipping crate that was pretty small that they would put these people in to be shipped. And we were super uncomfortable. We just jam-packed as many people as we could into this one crate and it was dark and it was stuffy and we were only in there for three minutes but most of these girls were in there for 30 to 60 days on average. And it was just super uncomfortable and you couldn't, you couldn't go to the bathroom, you couldn't sleep, you couldn't do anything and it was just extremely uncomfortable for us. 
But um, throughout this whole process, the main thing that was in our minds was the saying, break our hearts for what breaks yours, because we felt like God was breaking our hearts for these girls that were being trafficked. Um, so before Chick, Nat and I were talking, and we felt like we didn't know what God was calling us to do. We felt like everyone around us knew what, they, what their calling was in life, and we didn't. And so that kind of scared us because we weren't really sure what was going on. But then as soon as we went to this base camp, we felt like this is what God was calling us to do. We felt God tugging on our hearts for this problem, for these girls. And we still don't know exactly what we're supposed to be doing, but we know that God wants us in this area of human trafficking and that that's what we need to be doing. Another really cool thing that happened was a few months before Chick at a blender, me and Kayla were sitting together, and I don't even know how this came to my mind or why I said it, but I turned to her and I was like, Kayla, I want to be baptized. I was baptized when I was a baby, actually right there on that stage, and I, so it wasn't really my choice, but, um, which is totally fine, and I'm glad they did it, but I want to declare to everyone that I want to make the decision to walk with Jesus. And I felt the exact same way because I, too, had been baptized as a baby, but I wanted to rededicate my life to God and show everyone that that's what I was doing and that my faith had changed. So after that night, our lives got really busy. We finished school, and our summers were really busy. And so it kind of went to the back of our mind, and we almost forgot about it. But once we showed up to Chick, we realized that God was putting that on our hearts like really heavily and that we needed to make this decision because we wanted to show everyone that we didn't just go and have this Jesus high for one week that we wanted this um, Jesus high to last for the rest of our lives. And to add to that, another one of the speakers at Main Stage was Robert Madu, and he talked about wilderness and water. And so at Chick, we were in the water, which means that we were surrounded by other believers who believed the same things as us, and it was really easy to see God working in our lives everywhere. But he, he talked to us about how after Chick, we would go back into the wilderness where we would face our normal difficulties of life, but he told us that he wanted us to continue seeing God everywhere, um, even though we're in the wilderness. And so we're hoping that baptism will show that, that we are still continuing to see God and live for him in our lives. And then we'd like to thank all the leaders that made this amazing trip possible for us, Brian, Scott, Rachel, and Michelle. Um, especially Rachel and Michelle, because they were our small group leaders and our moms for the week. Our cool moms for the week. <laughs> we were able to talk to them about everything that was really heavy on our hearts and ask them questions, and they gave us answers to the very best of their abilities, and we're so grateful for them because we still feel like we can talk to them now, and so yeah, that was great. And we'd like to give a shout out to Sam because she came back for her second time and fulfilled her promise to all of us. And she was basically like a chaperone, but we wouldn't have had it any other way. So we're so excited because we both get to go back for a second time. After our senior year. Yeah. And just like Sam, we want to promise that we will for all the younger kids. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Jonathan, you ready? Hi, my name is Jonathan, and I'm a junior in high school. And hi, <laughs> Brian. Um, I I wish I could go twice, but I'm too old to go. But I would if I could. Um, I'm going to tell you how Chick had impacted my life through um, serving globally and locally. Um, so during one of the base camps that we talked about, which was like interactive learning experiences and learning more about Jesus. Um, There's this one guest speaker who started an organization which would impact kids who were sitting alone at school during lunchtime, who didn't have friends, 
who didn't have a social life at all, and he would go up to them and make friends with them, eat with them, and start a relationship with them. And this really impacted me because I see the same problem at my school where there's kids alone who don't have any friends who don't feel included at all. And that's one thing that we uphold at the Blender is inclusion, um, where we live life together with friends. So I want to make a difference at Push Ridge and help the kids who are sitting alone and don't have friends. Then one of the main stage nights, um, we were given the opportunity to give offering or take offering for the refugees, which the girls talked about. And all of us um, raised a total of $50,000 for these refugees. Yeah, give a hand. And this money will go to the Our World organization, where their missionaries will distribute the money to um, the refugees in Europe, Asia, and Africa. And this really impacted me because there's just 5,000 kids that came together and were, and were able to make a difference in the world. And I feel like here at Grace Community, Community Church, we, we can do the same thing and make a difference in the world and help these refugees, whether it be something like Mark 520 or one mission down in Mexico building a home. So thank you. Um, Chick has been a great impact in my life, and if you can go, I would wish you to go. So thank you. Testimony uh, this morning is actually coming from one of our adult volunteers. So Michelle, oh, there you are, right in front. Yeah. Hi, I'm Michelle, and uh, I've been coming to Grace for like 17 years. I've got two kiddos, and they. Um, get the privilege of going to Chick twice, both of them. So this was Samantha's uh, second time coming. She just graduated from high school, and it was Alex and I's first time going to Chick. We uh, have been planning this, obviously, for a long time, but last summer we decided as a family, the three of us, to drive out to Chick because um, we have family out that way, and kind of at the last minute, I was just going to drop the kids and go. At the last minute, we needed another female chaperone, and I was way on board to go. I was so super excited that I got to go because we have so many people I can look out and see in this church who've gone to Chick, who continue to go to Chick even after their kids don't go because of how amazing it is. So um, I just felt so blessed to be able to uh, to go. And um, the things that kind of impacted me the most, first of all, um, I grasp that we are part of the Evangelical Covenant Church, but when you show up on campus and you see five to 6,000 kids and adults, you really understand the magnitude of how amazing the Evangelical Covenant Church is. That we have an entire university, North Park University, that showed up with students from North Park. The president of North Park came. The president of the Evangelical Covenant Church came. And there were hundreds and hundreds of adults, not just from all of the over 870 churches that are part of the Evangelical Covenant, but um, the adults who for basically are probably starting now to plan the next chick. And what a priority the Evangelical Covenant Church puts on our youth. And um, that was so impactful to me because I know that Grace is such an amazing church, but to think that 
we are part of something so big. You really saw that when you were there, and it made me just feel so blessed to be a part of the ECC. And um, the president was up there, and kids were praying for him because we have a new president and a new president of North Park University. Um, we got to learn about the school um, for girls in the Congo that a lot of the women's ministry has come alongside and support our own. Megan Gillen is, is a super big part of that, um, who used to be a part of this church. And um, so that was just amazing because it was it was just overwhelming the work that had to go in and um, you saw how exhausted the kids were so <laughs> the uh, adults were were tired too but um, my second big thing that I walked away with was it was these guys um, I have known some of these guys since they were born and I have been a part of working with them you know when they were in preschool I was in the preschool we were in the nursery I worked in elementary. Um, and through middle school, and um, I started helping out in the blender, like, well, since Samantha started when she was in sixth grade, but really the last four years I've been making meals on Sunday nights with a, a bunch of other parents and involved in that way and, and going to events. And um, I guess what was just on my heart is, is that so much of the time in the church, I think we talk about how we pass this baton of faith onto this kind of next generation. And it's not like that at all. This is not a next generation of faith. It is a generation of faith. These guys are doing things that blow me away. And we're just kind of all in this marathon, and I've had this privilege of just walking, not running, because I don't run, alongside these kids for different seasons of this marathon. We're all in together. We're just brothers and sisters in Christ just walking alongside of each other. And it has been such a privilege to walk alongside each one of you and to see you guys worshiping at Chick and talking about your faith and just the privilege of you guys confiding in me and talking things through with me. Is, I, I just walked away wanting nothing more than to get deeper into youth ministry and to realize that, again, it's these guys have things they're teaching me double what I'm teaching them, including the wobble. So I learned that with the wobble that week to dance. And, um, and it's exhausting. <laughs> I'm not wobbling in church. And, uh, and, uh, but you guys just, the way that our youth and our church, again, it, from the littlest ones who are talking about Jesus at school to these guys who are um, stepping up in faith and raising $50,000. I mean, you think you see these guys, and then you just multiply it, and you've got 4,000 kids standing in a stadium worshiping God, and generation after, like every generation represented there. And um, I think, too, we talk about um, this kind of multi-generational thing, and my sister and I like to talk about it as a multi-generational sustainability of faith. And these guys, as much as I'm coming alongside them and helping to grow and sustain their faith, they're coming right alongside me and doing the same. And it's this journey from birth until we get to be with Jesus. And what a privilege it has been to be with you guys. And um, I was at Chick, and I want to be a part of that for the rest of my life. I want to support the evangel and people who've gone. You just, it is. It's this amazing experience, and you really truly realize the gift that each one of these guys is and to be able to partner alongside them. And uh, I was thinking of a scripture this morning that came to mind from Luke 6:38, and this is what I feel like it is to be a part of Blender and to be a part of this ministry in our church, that all of you guys 
helped get us to where we were. I mean, you guys bought pies and mystery dinners and everything else, and you guys were a part of Chick just as much as we were. You just might have gotten a little more sleep that week. But um, Luke 6.38 says, Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into your lap. And one of the nights at Chick, um, we had a speaker talk about um, our cup and how do we fill our cup. And so much of the time we take our cup and we point it to other people because we want them to fill our cup when we should be lifting our cup up to Jesus and asking God to fill that cup. And I feel like that's what Blender is like, is is I I have this cup that God has filled and I'm trying to kind of pour it back on them and it's messy and I definitely don't get it right most of the time. Um, But what they give back to me is tenfold what I've put in. And um, it's just a pleasure to be a part of this and um, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to have gone to Chick and to continue to be a part of Blender and to just go deeper with you guys. And I can't wait for all of the littles that we saw and that are around this church to just keep moving forward in this um, ministry that we have that you guys are so gracious to support. So thank you for sending all of us to what will be an experience for all of us that will last a lifetime and just catapulted our faith in ways we can't even express. So thank you. Father God, I just thank you for these kids, and thank you for Michelle, thank you for their testimony today. God, thank you for all the experiences that happened at Chick, and all the different ways that lives were changed. Like Michelle said, thousands. God, it's hard to walk away from something like Chick and not be transformed. It's hard to walk away from something like a G-City weekend and feel your presence and your spirit with all the things we were able to accomplish in just a few hours in one day and not be transformed. Father God, I ask that you help us all leave here today with a renewed spirit, with a renewed commitment to that scandalous love, to the, to the radical service to our community, and the commitment to not just be disciples of yours, but also to make disciples. In your precious son's name, amen. We're going to go into our uh, reflection time now, the next step moments. Um, There's a couple of options that we have set up for you. There's going to be the prayer team over here to my right, to your left. We will be doing uh, communion. My daughter, Brianna, and I will be serving communion this morning for you. Or if you want to just open up the the sermon outlines, the sermon notes for today, and take a look at some of the scriptures that were there and just kind of reflect to see what maybe your next step towards Jesus might look like. Thanks.